You're listening to a DM podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, I introduce to you the podcast with the best banter, greatest gut feels, and most ridiculous narratives on planet Earth. Get ready to dominate the NRL fantasy season with the team from Top King League. G'day guys, welcome to Around the Traps, I'm your host TK, this is going to be your weekly NRL fantasy sources, well pretty much everything that I find from all the different media outlets. Hope you're enjoying the team previews, this week we drop the Storm, Panthers and Cowboys, and next week we'll drop the Raiders, Bulldogs and the Tigers. Now the Talking League Cup, that's out now, so it's an overall league, so come jump in with a little bit of fun with me and the boys and all the listeners as well. Just all the details will be in the episode notes or just hit us up on the socials. If you if you want some help with your team as well, plenty of people hitting me up, please just send a DM. More than happy to have a look at that. Just hit me up, hit me up Talking League Pod on Facebook or Instagram or Talking League One on Twitter. All right, guys, plenty to look at today. The first one was Tyrell Sloan, finally upgraded to the Dragons' top 30. Now, NRL Fantasy bringing him in at a ridiculous 500k, which is a bit of a laugh, but, you know, they priced him in with a break-even of 40 for round one, and that was on the back of two pretty huge performances to end the year. Now, he's got great potential, but no guarantee to start at this stage. It's between him and Cody Ramsey, and Hook has talked about that defensive side of the ball. Corbs brought that up in our podcast earlier in the, the year, but just look at his critique of Matt Dufty. So it's going to be very, very interesting. Cody Ramsey is very highly rated down there as well, but Sloan, the sample size is pretty small. As I did mention, he did finish the season strong. He had scores of 59 and 66, but what you've got to have a look at is the first score was against the Cowboys with nothing to play for. The second was against the Bunnies with pretty much their entire first team rested. Now, Sloan does rely on tries for his stats. At the moment, he's averaging 1.2 try a game. His base for a kid's not too bad, 107 metres gained and 2.6 tackle breaks. Now, he's 19 years old, so his fantasy relevance, I do think, will come, but not for round one. So I think in draft, you might want to pick him up at, you know, somewhere sneaky around that eight or nine mark if you can get him. But for more info, hit us up on the preview pod that we did for the Dragons. That's the first one for the new season. Now, one of our listeners, Nathan Sheaf, he passed on a great article from late last year that I missed, and it was with an interview with Cowboys' Tom Gilbert. Now, Tommy speaks of training on a left edge with Val Holmes and Scott Drinkwater. Now, he's at a very reasonable price of 458k for a dual mid-edge with a break-even of 37. He was highly regarded at the start of last season, someone we were looking forward to picking up, but he had a few injuries that really slowed him down, and then when he came back, he played mostly at prop with a 40 average from the 54 minutes that he played, but very busy, got a PPM of 0.74. Now, looking at his past stats, 2020, he played four games in the second row for an average of 45 from 59 minutes, so he can really score, so might be someone that we can get a little bit of value, and with the Corona ball coming up, he's got that jewel, so... Let's keep him on the radar for the trials and also that very interesting competition for spots with guys like Nanai and Lukey. That's also in there for the edge. So the edge for the Cowboys could be quite spicy, but you know you probably don't want to load up on too many Cowboys given the erratic nature of Todd Payton. Uh, 
Now, sticking on the Cowboys, they've signed former Manly fullback Brendan Elliott. He's last played in 2020, so I think he played Queensland Cup. No real fantasy relevance, so stay away from him. He averaged 25 from eight games, mostly from fullback. I do like the look of Hammer, so I do see plenty of value there. So we're going to detail on our Cowboys pod that we released on Friday. Now, Kevin Walters, the Brisbane coach, he fronted the press for about six or seven minutes. If you want to check out that interview, just go on the Broncos website. I think it's also on NRL.com. But he did talk, he had plenty to say, actually, and he was talking about their 13-on-13 post session and the improvement he's seeing in the team. Probably the main notes is he's still got no idea who the number six will be, so the trials will be the teller. He wants the number six to focus on defence. So he also spoke that Adam Reynolds and Kurt Capel will have an influence. Capel will line up on the left with whoever is 5'8 as well. A good one was a huge rap for Jordan Pereira. So he's switched over from the Dragons, and he had a huge rap for his attitude and performance at training. So it does look like he's a front runner for a wing spot. Now, he's a juicy 327K. He's only got a break even to 26, and a very low ownership at 0.5, a half a percent pretty much. So could have a pod in the making, especially when you consider similar price guys, Nick Kotrick, 369K with a jewel. He's 7.5% owner, and Xavier Coates, 330k is moving over to Storm. He's 31% owner. So if you're looking for maybe a little bit of spice, a little bit of a pod, keep an eye on Jordan Pereira during the during the trials. Last year he didn't get much of a crack under on the hook at the Dragons. Hook was pushing a lot of the younger guys, but he played four games for a 27 average, which probably helps us a little bit when you think about his pricing. 2020 average 34 a game, but it was literally just in base. He only scored one try in 15 games. He averaged 167 metres gained, five tackle busts, while having a look at 2019, he averaged 39, where from 11 games he actually scored five tries, and his base was 136 metres and 5.8 tackle breaks. So he's a very strong carrier of the football, and he could be there in round one. So... It is food for thought for an alternative to Coates. You know, generally, Jordan has been a right winger, which would mean that he would play outside of both Reynolds and Stagg. So that's the that's kind of try-scoring side that you kind of want to to be lining up on. Walters also spoke about Selwyn Cobbo. He's been alternating between centre wing and fullback. And he also broke some unfortunate news that Tessie News father had passed away. So who knows? We wish him well, but that could delay news preseason a little bit as well. He gave a nice rap to rookie halfback, uh, Ezra Mem, who is very highly rated. He's 19 years old. He's been with the Broncos since he was 13. Now, he's in trust Super Cup Rookie of the Year. In 11 games last year, he had 13 tries, 8 try assists, and 7 goals. He's on the smaller side. He's put on a little bit of weight. He's 85 kilos now, but Walters talked about giving him plenty of tr- time in the trials, and he ended with a quote, if you're good enough, you're old enough. So it could be a bit of an old-school analogy there. So he's going to get a fair crack in the trials. One for the Black Book at 220K. So it could be a nice emergency if he does get a crack there. Now, they have three trials, the Broncos, and the coach said that the final trial against the Cowboys will be the one that he trots out his best team for a bit of a round one prep. So have a look for that one in a few weeks' time. Now, switching over to the Titans, Justin Holbrook, he had an interview on Channel 9 from their preseason camp. He revealed the starting nine will be Aaron Clark. And pretty much killed off the hopes of Toby Sexton, Will Smith, and Aaron Booth. He also talked up the chances of Tino being captain. And he also very likes the depth of his forwards. Now, looking at Aaron Clark, he comes in at 412k. He's got a break even to 33. He's already quite popular at a 5% owner. Over the last two years, he started 11 games at hooker. Pretty much Mitch Rain's been the first choice. But over that time, he averaged 38 
coming from 58 minutes and a PPM of 0.66. Now, off the bench where he's done most of his work, he's averaged 26 from 31 minutes. He's only played 80 minutes once, and that was in round 18 last year. He scored a handy 55 against the Eels. Now, the biggest issue is Justin Holbrook. He loves carrying a utility on the bench, and last year he rotated, rotated between mostly Peachy and Tanner Boyd, but he also gave Aaron Clark a bit of a crack. So we've got to have a look at Mitch Rain's numbers, which will be pretty important. He started 18 games last year for a, an average of 55 minutes, so I think that's a good base to be trying to get a projection from. So I'm, I'm using a slightly increased PPM of 0.7, which would give Clark an average of around 38. So slight value, but really what we're looking for is for a buy indicator would be if there's no utility on the bench, then I think it's a go sign that you can go straight after it. But really, I think you'll probably see either Toby Sexton or one of, that, one of the other utilities on the bench, but you can definitely scrap Toby Sexton. I know a lot of people had him in the team off something that Brimo said a couple of weeks ago. Now, signing news, Dylan Edwards, he signed a two-year extension with the Panthers, and Christian Crichton, Stephen's older brother, he's returned from the Dogs on one-year deal. So he's... Christian actually missed last year through injury, but his last start was in 2020 with the Doggies. He only averaged 20 fantasy points from eight games for the struggling Doggies. But it will be interesting to see. There's there's plenty of plenty of opportunity there at the Panthers this year, so it'll be interesting to see if they might line him up on the right edge. You know, with Stephen, his brother Stephen, and he's a pretty cheap guy, 240k. It's not a lot of downside, but just have a look at him. Maybe he might get a bit of a crack during the trials. We had our Panthers preview out on Wednesday, so have a look for plenty of details and a few ideas on that one. Now, the Bulldogs, they yesterday signed former West Tigers center, Reese Hoffman. That's for one year. He debuted really well in 2020, but had literally had no opportunity during COVID last year. He's only 20. He's got plenty of talent and comes in at a very reasonable 240K. At this stage, you probably think he's a little bit behind the pecking order, especially it's late January as well. That one game in 2020, he scored a 37, and that, including a, that included a try in his debut. So it was a very busy game. Elsewhere, the Dolphins, they're looking at securing Melbourne's Kenny Bromwich next to join his brother and also... Felice Kafusi and Mark Nichols. So, a bit of opportunity, I think, in the Storm Edges coming up. Keep an eye on Trent Leoro, Chris Lewis, and uh, Tom Eisenhuth. The guy making headlines was Jack Howarth. He signed a five-year deal. And there's a reported 500K, which kind of seems a little bit hard to believe for a guy that hasn't even played a single game in first grade. But in fantasy, Howarth comes in at 220K, pretty much to headlines, giving it giving out. So, it's got a staggering 8% ownership on him. But one to watching the trolls. We might be able to have an emergency fill-up. But his pod is gone. Now, elsewhere, Remus Smith, he's signed a two-year extension. Remus pricing himself out, I feel, in Classic at 470k. But with his jewel and an average of 37 last year, playing in one of the best teams in the comp, I think he'll be a handy draft pickup late. So have a look at Remus for draft players. Some really good news in the injury front. Literally nothing to report, which is always good. So Touchwood, that continues heading into the trials. We don't want to see any injuries at all. But guys, that was Around the Traps for this week. Check out our Raiders podcast as we drop tomorrow. But like I said, if you need any help with your team, please hit us up on the socials, Talking League Pod on Facebook and Instagram and Talking League One on Twitter. All right, guys, have a great weekend.